Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Jenna Jacoby is presented by Allstate. Get protected from mayhem this year when you switch and save with Allstate. Jalen Rose, look at Scotty Barnes. Powerful impact, boom, from the cannon. Out there looking like Connie Hawkins or old school Dr. J. Got me enthusiastic about today's show. Let's make it happen. He is Jalen Rose. I'm David Jacoby. We are Jalen and Jacoby. What is it that we do? We get a people! Everyone go out and vote. It is election day today, but that means last night we had all 30 NBA teams in action, and it was magnificent. And one of the best performances was towards the end of the extravaganza. It was that man, Wardell, Stephen Curry, with a casual 47 to keep the Warriors from losing another game. They needed this from Steph, didn't they? So I want to make sure I address Stefan the way he deserves to be as the reigning champion that he is, the four-time overall, the finals MVP. When we doing these lists about best players in the game, he need to be up there. He need to be up there. And I know we ready to, to, to crown Luka, like Denny Green once said, because he is who we thought he is. But man, I tell you, Steph is carrying these Golden State Warriors. And last night was no different. They had lost five straight games. Oof. Five straight losses. And in the previous game, Wiggins, who scored over 20, rested. Clay, who had double figures, rested. Draymond Green, who got to a really good start and had a really good floor game, he rested. So now you're telling yourself, when we go against the Kings, and yes, Sabonis played well, De'Aaron Fox had almost 30. That becomes a must win when you rest those players like that. And so for Steph to dominate the way he did, zero turnovers, Jacoby. Zero turnovers. How many times have you ever played basketball, Jacoby, and not had a turnover? That's not fair because life, Stephen Curry, I like to do an unnecessary <laughs> fancy pass that will lead to a turnover, but I didn't do it in game seven, Steph. But I think it is appropriate to celebrate Stephen Curry because you talk about this team and how they had that losing streak and how these players played well. They needed 17 from him in the fourth. Like, they needed a true Steph Curry performance to beat the Kings at home. And while this is a great win, it is indicative of the struggles that this team has had early on in the season. And Jalen, when you're talking about the best players in the NBA and you're making that list. Two of those players faced off 1v1 last night. I'm talking about who you mentioned, Luka Doncic, and who I will always mention in this conversation, Kevin Durant. It was the 
Nets against the Mavs in a great one-on-one -on -one matchup that ended up with Luka having 36 points, six rebounds, six assists in a very tight game that was really fun to watch these two sometimes guarding each other going head-to-head. -head. I must also say this. Those throwback Dr. J Nets uniforms are cold. Red tights are too much, Jeez, though. Red tights don't do it for me. Red mm. tights don't do it for me. Those unis are cold, though. And you're right. It was great to see KD and Luka go back and forth, leading their teams mano y mano in a lot of ways. Nets being a team that is trying to find an identity. And it was good to see Cam Thomas play good minutes for them. A guy that came in out of college as a bucket. They were trying to figure out a way to find him minutes without Kyrie out there. They're getting him minutes. But this was all about the dominance of Luka. See, when I get confused, I think about do that squad have a him? We just talked about Steph Curry. The Warriors won. Why? Because they had him. The Mavs won. Why? Because they had him. 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 The, he is the... I and I am him. He scored basically 30%, 35% of their points. They didn't even have 100 and he had 36. That's domination. And so for the Nets, trying to still figure out what they're going to do with or without Kyrie, it's becoming a dire position based on they haven't hired their next coach and they haven't sorted out the Kyrie situation. It's real turmoil with the Nets. Absolutely. And Jalen, before we move on, I just want to recognize this. When I watch the Mavs this season, they remind me of sort of that D'Antoni Harden Rockets team where it's like, we've got a guy and we're going to give that guy the ball and he's going to, we're going to go as far as he takes us. The ball's going to be in his hand every possession. He's going to make every decision. He's going to make the teammates around him better. And if that doesn't work, he's just going to score. Do you think the Mavs can be successful, like title contention successful? Remember, they were in the Western Conference Finals just last year with this philosophy around Luka. I think the game has changed so much that it's hard to have one perimeter player with extremely high usage and you win it all. It's one thing if that guy's Giannis at seven foot tall that can initiate offense but also rim protect and rebound. It's another thing if that's a perimeter player. So it's great to see the dominance of Luka and I was happy to see Finney Smith who I believe had 18 points play well also. But if the Mavs are going to be a true contender, they're going to need a second player that emerges to perform at an all-star level. That's mm. what it's going to take for them to ascend to the next level. But having Luka still puts them in position not only to be a playoff team, but last year they were in the Western Conference Finals. Of course. And, you know, we always sort of criticize people that just jump ahead to the to, to the postseason and say, are they going to win a championship or not? I am enjoying this regular season ride that Luka is taking us on, and I can't wait to watch it night in and night out. It is absolutely amazing. We have talked about Steph and Luka and KD. Also on that list, Giannis Antetokounmpo, who had his bucks at an undefeated start. They were 9-0 going into a game against the Hawks who were without Trey Young. Now, that's going to be a win. They're going to go 10-0, right? Well, guess what? That is not the case, and Mr. Murray had something to say about that. 
This is one of those games, Jacoby, when I look deeper in the box score, it reminds me, the streets of Atlanta are undefeated. <laughs> there, no Trey Young. The Bucks hadn't lost a game. Nope. You would think you would stroll right in and get a victory even though you were playing without Middleton. And all of a sudden, DeJounte Murray has 25 big points, and he leads the way. The Hawks' home crowd gets involved and shows enthusiasm. And the only winless team in the league goes down on the road, and they were playing without Trey Young. Great home win by the Hawks. Obviously, you mean the only undefeated team, but Mr. Rose, one thing I want to recognize is the, the ball of A.J. Griffin last night. You know, someone who's not as celebrated coming into the league as some of the higher picks, but he's got a thumper, and he's big. Like, he can play. He's got a lot of different things he can do offensively to help this team, and he showed that last night. Do you think they can develop him into a weapon as the season progresses? I do, and here's what I want to say about the Hawks. They have an all-star level backcourt in Young and Murray. We know we're going to get up front from Capella, the, the rebounding, the shot blocking, and the finishing, and from John the Baptist catching lobs and dunking on people. But they've always lacked that perimeter player that can do what you just described that Griffin can provide. Not only get his own shot off the dribble, make open shots, but also give him some physicality on the perimeter on the wing position. So it was great to see him play well, and I do think that they're going to continue to give him minutes and make him more of a part of what they're trying to get accomplished. Yep. They've been developing that. I mean, they had Reddish. Obviously, he's no longer with the team. They've got Hunter, who sometimes battles with injuries, but I really think that the combination of Griffin and Hunter can fill that sort of in-between between Capella and Collins and Murray and young you need someone to fill that and i think that those two could be more than capable jalen rose we're talking about the best players in the league so far we've listed four of them i'm going to just give you some evidence for someone who should be considered as the fifth and that is the work of joel Embiid. no james harden they went up against the the suns who chris paul went out about in the middle of the second quarter but Embiid, again it just puts up 30 and 10 every single time he puts on sneakers I believe this is the best game that Joel Embiid has played all season. Really? And it was needed. Yes, yes, yes. He went like 16 um, for 16 no from the James line or Harden. something. Yes, yes. And, and, and no James Harden. But what I want to highlight is if you noticed, it ain't all him scoring in theory in the paint. It's him high post passing to Tobias Harris for a bucket. It's opening up the lane so Maxi can get a cut. The energy that the big fella played with. He was out there drawing fouls, throwing his body around. He's always going to compete defensively. And for the Suns, when CP3 goes out of the game, you hope that they can still find a way to manage and keep the thing close, but they ended up losing by double digits. Now, I was watching this on the NBA app, the crunch time, sort of like their answer to the red zone. It was a great product. I enjoyed this whole night watching that. So when I was watching this particular game, there was a gap between Joel Embiid and DeAndre Ayton. Now, I'm not asking Ayton to perform like Embiid, but there was a part of me that was like, ooh, like he's kind of getting outclassed on both ends of the floor. Do you think that the Suns will ultimately sort of regret this long-term deal they just gave Ayton? See, the problem with the Ayton deal is as it started to um, started to be negotiated over the last couple of years, 
in theory, they didn't sign him until the Pacers gave him an offer. And when you normally sign the kind of deal that he signed, usually that's something for the player to celebrate. He didn't necessarily do that publicly. And when Monty Williams talked about the fact that they hadn't talked, I would believe if I signed that kind of deal, I'll hit up the coach and be like, yo, good looking out. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. And so when that doesn't take place, it does let me know that your question is valid. And I don't believe he's going to play out that deal. But to your point, it may happen sooner than we realize. Jalen, Jay-Z famously said that he could trip a referee, obviously talking about sitting courtside with his feet on the wood. It actually happened in this game. Watch Meek Mill at the top of the screen. He tripped the referee, Jalen Rose. Come on, Meek Millie. <laughs> you done sat front row way too many times at way too many events. You were a little too comfortable, family, performing at Phillies games, performing at Eagles games, on the private plane with your brother, Michael Rubin. Like, get your feet out of the way, Meek Millie. You know what I've it seen, is. We've seen Meek Millie shoot long-distance threes without warming up. We've seen him do backflips off trampolines. Like, he's an athlete. He's got to have better court sense than this. You he's can stretch athlete. your legs out. Yes. You can stretch your legs yes. out, but you got to have court awareness, Meek. You have to know. You have to see space and floor. you got to use your periphery. you got to see that coming and then make the appropriate adjustment. Big shout to Meek Mill. That clip was truly both dreams and nightmares. Jalen Rose, when we come back, there is so much more to discuss from yesterday, including this game between two teams headed in two different directions, maybe not the ones we expected as the season started. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Jalen and Jacoby coming to you live from the seaport in New York City and brought to you by Patron. Perfection starts with Patron. Jalen, there was 15 NBA games last night and there was one football game. It was the Ravens heading into New Orleans to go up against the Saints. This was supposed to be a close game according to the sports books. It was not because of that man, Lamar Jackson. He's continuing to cost the Ravens a lot of money. If you look at the landscape of the NFL, you're going to not only need a terrific quarterback to achieve your goals, if you have a chance to sign one of the elite ones in the game, you should actually do it. Since Baltimore has not done it, and as I was watching the Saints, I was like, I'm pretty sure they were thinking, man, we love to have a quarterback like Lamar. And that's going to happen each week. And you know what's going to eventually happen? Almost like DeAndre Ayton. Somebody going to jump up 
and offer Lamar a deal. So what I'll say I took from last night's game is Ravens, you have an elite quarterback. You need to get out the checkbook and sign him because the longer that you take, A, the more it's going to cost. You already built everything around him. You're rushing the ball 40 times. You're building your squad, your entire offense, and everything is built around Lamar. Sign him to a long-term deal or you're really going to regret it. Something tells me they will, and every time I watch him play, he's such an explosive offensive weapon that I feel like they have what we always call a puncher's chance against any team, not just in the AFC, but the NFL. And perhaps this could be the year where the Ravens make it to the promised land. Jalen, every time the Jazz win another game, we're going to show this picture of Danny Ainge staring at head coach Will Hardy like, bro, do you understand the assignment? Do you understand the assignments? Because the Jazz have been one of the biggest stories of the season. Obviously, they traded Mitchell, they traded Gobert, they traded Bogdanovich. But what they have is working, and it worked last night against a Lakers team. I know they were shorthanded, but they were not working, and they haven't looked, even shown flashes of a successful franchise all season long. And when you have a collection of vets that in a lot of ways are playing for their next opportunity, this is a chance to reinvent themselves for a guy like Lori Markkinen, who's been playing terrific earlier in this season. And also Mike Conley, who over the last couple of years when they brought him in was hoping that he was going to be a difference maker with the collection of guys you just described. But ultimately, it will be time to break down this roster. And for guys like THT going against his former Laker team, you know he's going to get up for that game. But I must say the quiet thing out loud. The Lakers need to give Darvin Ham an extension. Like, for coaching this team, like I was really watching them, and I was thinking like, I don't bet on NBA basketball, but Whatever the line was, and I knew LeBron wasn't going to play, I'm like, the Jazz going to cover. But look at this starting five. I'm like, the Jazz going to cover. Look at the starting five. Well, and, and, but let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. I understand LeBron James low managing. Was Patrick Beverly and Lonnie Walker low managing? Well, I'm sure that there'll be different stories depending on who you ask. I'm sure there's different stories depending on who you ask, but their Lakers problem is not a who's playing, who's not playing type of problem. It does not matter if they are at full strength or not. They are not playing up to their abilities, and this team, I expect to be active. I expect this team to be active before the trade deadline. Let's not forget that LeBron James only has one more year on his contract after this one. Jalen, let's get to what was probably the best game of the night last night between two top teams, one in the East and one in the Western Conference. It was a tight contest throughout, and ultimately it was the Celtics holding off a John Morant late rally and Jason Tatum playing his way into the MVP conversation. And I like how the Celtics solidified their backcourt over the last couple of years with White, and then this offseason adding Brogdon to go with Marcus Smart. So what that did is it takes Jason Tatum 
and Jalen Brown out of having to create offense for themselves and everyone each possession. So if you notice, as Jason Tatum has gotten stronger, you see him finishing at the hoop, you see him hanging on the rim in the half court because he now can, look at this, he can now play through contact. That's an improvement in his game. And also, it's always good to see seasoned veteran Al Horford out there giving them quality minutes. But the one thing I'll say about the Grizzlies, I know what I'm going to get from Ja and Bain and Brooks. But I feel like they're going to need one more player up front that's going to give them constant numbers. And I know they're without Triple J, which is yeah. huge. But to create that level of balance, it's going to take pressure off of Ja. Absolutely. And I, I think they really need Triple J because without Triple J, there's a lot of Brandon Clark and Jalen Rose. We have a lot more to discuss, and we will be back right after this very short break. Don't go anywhere. Doubleheader on ESPN Wednesday night. It is New York versus New York, Knicks versus Nets at 7.30, and then at 10 o'clock, L.A. versus L.A., the Lakers and the Clippers. Of course, NBA Countdown precedes it all at 7 p.m. on ESPN. Welcome back to Jalen and Jacoby. Jalen, what do we do every day on this program? It's sad but necessary that we're going to continue to acknowledge that Brittany Griner has now been wrongfully detained in Russia. 200 in 64 grueling days. So we here at Jalen and Jacob want to send her prayers and well wishes and hope for a speedy, safe return to the United States. Jalen Rose, I'm gonna make you make a decision that's going to be very difficult for you. Are you ready? We have two pregame outfits you need to choose between. It is Jaden Ivey of the Pistons wearing his mother Niel Ivey's jersey who also played for Detroit. She was on the shock and then Jordan Poole with the live puppy. Now let me go negative Jacoby for a second. Who took care of that puppy during the whole game? You know what I mean? Who's feeding that thing? Who's taking that thing outside? Who took care of that puppy? Jalen, which one was better? I like both of them, but I'm going to go with Jaden Ivey representing the Detroit Shock in his mom's jersey. That's a throwback. And I love the fact that he's now playing in the NBA, continuing her legacy as a professional athlete. Jordan Poole, my guy just rich now. That's all I saw. He a champion. He can take his dog wherever. That, that's nanny. all I saw. So I ain't mad at him at all. Someone worked for the team, came to work, and was just like, wait a second, I got to take care of Jordan Poole's puppy all day? What? We'll be back tomorrow. ESPN 2 my friends at 4 p.m. Thank you. Thank you. You're far too kind. We always say we give the people what they want. Part of that is doing podcast exclusive content for our podcast listeners. Jalen Rose, who do we have for our podcast listeners to join the show tomorrow? DeAndre Swift of the my Detroit Lions, who not only waxed the Green Bay Packers this weekend, but in anticipation that he's going to get two touchdowns this weekend. I'm betting on it. Watch. Jalen, Powerball is up to $2 billion, over $2 billion. Are you going to buy a ticket? 
I should. I need to. And if I go into a place where they're being sold, I better. Why not? Absolutely. See, I'm going the other way. I feel like everyone's buying one today. When it's at like 100 million is when you want to get in. You know what I mean? I feel like your chances are better. I feel like today your odds are basically zero to win. But when it's low, that's when I strike. Not that I buy too many lottery tickets. <laughs> Jalen, do you see the Michigan Wolverines last night? We had Jet and Jace Howard connecting on a three. What do you think about the trio of Howards for the Maize and Blue? Soon as I saw that, I text their mom, Jawan's wife, Janine, who was at the game and just congratulated her because that's a beautiful thing to watch my nephews grow up and play the game that they love and get a chance to play not only at their father's alma mater, but for him to coach them and for them to be doing well. I mean, it's it, it just so very awesome. And to be honest with you, what? I'm gonna be 1 million percent real with you. Michigan should be ashamed that they haven't honored the Fab Five properly. But hiring Jawan Howard, I let it go. I let it go. Because I'm not into forcing somebody into a quote-unquote relationship with me. And if they want to ostracize our history 30 years after we left college, NIL is now legal. C-Web's time spent is now served. You see other um, schools around the country. John Calipari, how many times has he been on probation and been honored? Well, he usually just you leaves town I mean? before it really hits. Like, he leaves town before it really gets bad. UMass just got honored. He was gone. Memphis got honored when he was gone. Maurice Claret got honored when he was gone. I could go on and on about this topic. So for them to continue to hold a grudge against the Fab Five the way they have, it's just whack. But hiring my brother Jawan makes it all worth it. So I'll be there to support him and them regardless. So what are the next steps to mend these fences? Jawan is inside the building. Like, who needs to be talked to? Who needs to be convinced? How's it work? I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't know. Well, it's usually follow the money. It's probably the people that financially support the program. You know what I mean? That's usually how it works. Usually that's how it works. You can just follow yeah, the money to the power. Well, I'll tell, well, I tell, well, tell you what. I don't see nobody trying to make it happen. All right. I'll write a strong word And here's the thing. Email. I'm going to be also real with you. I'm going to also be real with you. I don't even care about the banners that they took down because we ain't winning. I don't even care about those banners. We need the statue. To be honest, we need the statue. If they wanted to, correct. If they really wanted to honor us, we should get a statue and or we should get one banner with all of our names and numbers on it. That simple. A Fab Five banner with five human beings' last names and numbers on it. That's all they got to do. It ain't, it ain't even brain surgery. But I'll tell you what, something tragic happens, everybody going to be boohooing trying to celebrate the fab. It's so whack. Of course. It's so fake. Of course. Of course.
And, but also, we've always talked about this too. Is is, is we don't I don't I don't, don't want to have to help you out of the car to to, to to walk you to the to the arena to get honored. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, like, I don't exactly. I don't, don't want to have to exactly. I don't want to have to take you from the back seat to the wheelchair and wheel you onto center court so you can properly get honored by the University of Michigan. Hey, let me let me let me let me derail Revis for a second for pod exclusive. And for those that's been following this show for the last 12 years, I need somebody to clip portions of this off so I can port, um, so I can port, put it on social media. And I want to have a conversation about my blackness for a second. Whoa! Yeah, let, let, let me have a conversation about my blackness for a second. In an election year, and also when you have circumstances that Ime Udoka put himself in, circumstances that you have Kyrie Irving put himself in. I've literally seen people trying to politicize the messengers, and I'm one of those people. And let me just say this out loud. It's very important. I did more for this culture before 9 a.m. today than most people gonna do in their lifetime. Just because I don't think Kyrie should be Darrell in the next season, just because I don't believe that the lady's name should be exposed based on the fact that the power dynamics are at play and it's more to the E-May situation than most of you guys know. If I'm not trumpeting what is low-hanging fruit, that don't make me a sellout. And what, what really I don't like is it's become a division in a lot of ways of stupid. And here's what I mean. If you want to give back to your community, you know the best way to do it? The Robin Hood theory. You do something with yourself, you do something with your life, you put yourself in position to do so. And when you earn that money, that fame, that autonomy, that's the asset that you turn around and start a Jalen Rose Leadership Academy in your community. That's what you do. Talking about it ain't going to get it done. And also I have to say this. When... Kyrie Irving and Kanye West lose deals with Nike and Adidas. And no telling what's going to happen with Kyrie as it relates to, to being a player. And by the way, I was with, with, with the great Sir Charles Barkley last night. And we had a two-hour conversation about this. Two-hour conversation about this in person. I had a two-hour conversation with Charles Barkley about this. Just because I don't agree, agree with Kanye or Kyrie, that don't mean that I'm cooning for the man. That means that I don't believe what he's doing is right. That's a fact. And so it's important for people that look like me, Jacoby, in particular, to not politicize what's happening with Kyrie and Ime and Kanye and shoot the messenger. 
I ain't going to always ride with somebody just because they black. If I think you wrong, I don't care what color you are. That's just being real. I ain't about to be following behind nobody that I think is wrong. And let me tell y'all something else. What he doing ain't an act of civil rights. He's not being oppressed. He ain't being oppressed. He get $40 million to play basketball this year. He ain't being oppressed. So I just, I just had to say that. And woosah. Because this podcast is therapy for me. I'm Thank glad Jalen Rose. I'm glad Jalen Rose. And I encourage everybody, because one thing that I've done is after we've talked about this con, this uh, Kyrie story for a while, is um, I was like, let me really find out what this movie's about. You know what I mean? Because I just knew that it had like anti-Semitic tropes and anti-Semitic sort of like, like uh, tones in it. But I encourage people, if you're going to speak about this, do a little research on this film and uh, the, the underlying sort of like propaganda that it is exploring because um, I think that will educate you as to uh, exactly why there is such an uproar about it. And hold on, Jalen Rose, I want to have a conversation about my blackness for a second. <laughs> uh, I just remember the first few years when we were a podcast, people used to come up to Jalen and Jacoby and be like, I didn't know you wasn't black. <laughs> uh, see, that was my entire conversation about my blackness. I am not black. Not even a little tiny bit. Not even a little tiny bit. I'm very white. Very, very white. Shout out to Brandy for finding the crickets. Back to the NBA, Mr. Rose. Uh, there were so many games last night, we couldn't get to all of them. A couple that I wanted to touch on is, Cade looked like a closer. Closer Cade. You know, the, 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 the Thunder game, Thunder Pistons game was closer than the final score would indicate, and a lot of that had to do with sort of the ball being in Cade's hand and him hitting some big shots and sort of like taking him home to a victory the way you'd like if moment number one pick two. So when it was time to draft number one, I knew Jalen Green was explosive, but I also knew that Cade was solid. And a lot of times, when you're choosing between the two, it takes patience to actually choose solid. Because the Pistons not only were gonna need productivity, but they were gonna lead nurturing in their locker room. And so Cade was gonna bring a level of leadership that isn't on the stat sheet. And the one thing I like about him, I tell him this every time I see him. It's so very hard to lead other human beings. Mm. And when I see them at Motown Records, or I see them at a playoff game in Boston, or at the Hall of Fame when Ben Wallace getting inducted, teams ain't doing that. Players ain't doing that. It's just not happening. Because people are selfish. And sometimes that's a good thing. But I appreciate Cade's growth as a player, as a playmaker, as a scorer. And you mentioned as a closer. He's basically 25 and 5 every night now. Mm -hmm. This is only his second year. And I know he's not doing windmill dunks. And he's not catching backwards lobs. But 
He's a terrific player. And he's going to be a guy that continues to allow us to have somebody to build around. And I appreciate that. So, Jalen, there's something I have to bring up to you. I have an announcement to make. You know, I, I love Lance for so uh -oh. long. He's not back in the league quite yet. And then I jumped on the Compazzo train. I love Compazzo, but he, he's got some bad habits. And he ends up on the, on the there's, a, there's a reason he doesn't get too many minutes. I have a new favorite player. Bones Highland is my favorite player in the NBA. Bones Highland is my favorite player in the NBA. I love his game so much. I'm mad at that. I love what he is doing for the Nuggets. The Nuggets last night got a win over the Spurs. It was it was this game was way much closer than it should have been. But I was watching Bones contribute, you know, and Murray had 19, I believe. And it was Michael Porter Jr. I think it was four for eight from three, I want to say. Maybe 50% from the field, put 24 points. Porter Jr. looked really good last night. So you've got Murray, Jokic, Gordon, Porter Jr., Bones off the bench. Tell me why this team can't compete for a title this year. They will, and they are. And what you're describing to me is the difference between having a back-to-back -back MVP like Jokic with a supporting cast versus a potential future MVP in Luka that they're still trying to build around. Mm -hmm. Perfect example. Mm -hmm. Because it, do, it does feel like part of Jokic's MVP campaign last year was because they needed him to be the MVP. And like, I, for the, the Nuggets' sake, I hope he's not the MVP this year. Does that make sense to you? Of course, that means his usage is down. That means mm -hmm. Porter Jr.'s playing better. Aaron Gordon's playing better. That means Jamal Murray is giving you a contribution at an all-star level. Totally makes sense. It allows Jokic to be more efficient. Jalen, I'm going to end the pod with this. Where the pod started with the pod father, the great Bill Simmons. He's got a clip on his pod from Sunday night. And he doesn't say things in the microphones haphazardly, right? He knows, he knows what he's going to say is going to get picked up by the media. And he said that he's hearing rumors that there's potential that maybe Anthony Davis could be available via trade. Could you see a world in which Anthony Davis is available via trade? Not just like, oh, we're taking calls, but decisions are being you know, decided. Teams are being discussed. Could you see Anthony Davis in a potential trade with the New York Knicks? Can you see Anthony Davis in a potential trade with the Mavs? Can you see Anthony Davis in a potential trade with another team? Not this season, no. No. No matter and how bad it gets. Here's here let, let me let me just say something about modern day media that I don't like. And shout to the Podfather, the creator of this show. You said rumor, potential, and maybe. And buzz. I said buzz, too. <laughs> yeah, gossip. Rumor, potential, and maybe. That's I didn't anything. Say, I didn't say, say that about Luca. I didn't say sources. Right. I didn't say, I didn't say, <laughs> right. say talk. Right. <laughs> Nothing concrete. <laughs> Yo, you know what? There's, there's rumor, rumor, potential, and maybe they're going to trade Luca. Right. There's you know? rumor, there's rumor, <laughs> potential, and maybe that I'm going to grow a third arm right out of the middle of my chest. <laughs> to help me shoot free throws.
But there is a definite, <laughs> without a doubt, fact that we always want to hear from you, the people. So if you call 9580-JALEN, you can leave us a voicemail. If you leave us a voicemail, we'll put it on the show just like this. Uncle Jalen, Uncle Jacoby, it's your boy Mac from 305. Uh, what do you do? Shout out to Reg. Uh, shout out the whole staff. I got an important question. I'm thinking about marrying my girl. We've been together for three years, three good years. I'm a nurse. She's a nurse. She's about to get her doctorate in nursing, so she's in school for the next three years, okay? Mind you, we're both 30, so these years are counting right so here's my question do i wait till she graduates mind you she just started so do i wait until she graduates surprise let's get married or in the middle just you know propose you know and like running joke that i got with my boys is i'm waiting because after she gets a doctorate it's money time so do i wait to make sure she guarantees makes the money <laughs> or do I just go ahead and get it done now? Let me know. Okay, this one's easy, Max. Big shout to Max in 305. This one's so <laughs> easy. If you find somebody that's willing to marry you that you want to marry, you do not wait one second. There is no other variable in the equation that is as important. Money comes and goes. Jobs come and go. Hopefully, your spouse is your spouse forever. Preach. That is something Preach. that does not change. So there's no time that's right. There's no time that's wrong. There, if, you, if you feel a certain way, you want to marry her, why would you sit around and wait for three more years, my guy? If you're calling into Jalen and Jacoby and asking Uncle Jalen and Uncle Jacoby if you should, I'm saying resounding. Yes. Yes. And don't, don't be engaged for two years. Get engaged. Plan the wedding. It's not that much work. It's not that hard. And get it done and stay married forever and support her as her husband while she gets her doctorate. Don't not wait until afterwards. Preach, 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 preach. Jacoby stuck the landing exclamation point. Absolutely. And don't don't marry or be in a relationship for circumstance. Do it for love and happiness. Yep. For real. So Simple I would as that. Absolutely. Yeah, I would absolutely say um don't 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 allow other factors to cloud the decision or your judgment. Do it, enjoy it, love it. And whatever you do, do not have your bachelor party in Miami. You gotta leave town for that. You gotta leave town for that. Too many eyeballs in your hometown. Exactly. Make sure you leave town for the bachelor exactly. party. But get engaged exactly. as soon as possible. And one more piece of advice. Don't spend too much money on the wedding. Don't spend too much money on the wedding. For real. That's, we made that mistake. Don't do it. Just get married. Yeah. Get married for love. The ring will stay forever. The wedding only lasts one night. We will be back tomorrow with another dope pot of step two. Why is that Jalen Anthony Rose? We're not done. We're not done. We are not done. Got to give the people.